So in our last episode, we talked about morning routines. We all know that how we end our day can significantly impact our well-being and set the tone for the morning, right? Evening routines help with our morning routines. So by having consistent evening routines, it can help us improve our sleep quality and again, our overall well-being. So in this episode, I want to talk about one, the neuroscience behind evening routines and also how to master your evening routine. What's up, everyone? Welcome to the Rethinking with Rosalba podcast. This is all about unlearning some of the shitty habits, mindsets, and self-sabotaging behaviors that we have and rethinking how to address them. We're building healthy habits. We're changing our mindsets and beliefs so that you can create a life that you love. I'm your host, Rosalba, your unconventional life and success coach. So let's get into this bitch. Listen, everything we do is a fucking habit, right? And we have some shit habits for nighttime. I want to help you unlearn those crappy ones. And I want you to rethink and take action on how to embed those good ones. Evening routines are crucial, just as morning routines are, okay? So I want to explore the science behind the impact of a structured evening routine, and then I'll give you some tips behind it. Listen, there's a lot of things that um, evening routines are good for, right? It provides us with a sense of control and structure. We fucking need that at night, I'm going to be honest. They help us unwind. They help us recharge. They help us get restful sleep, and we're going to talk about sleep in a second, Um, They provide us with just the opportunity to create closure for the day, right? And to shift our minds away from work or away from stress or away from overwhelm. Like who doesn't fucking want that? We want all those things, right? So our evening routines really promote relaxation. And we think we know what relaxation feels like. Uh Uh-uh. We're a little bit fucked up with that theory. Because this episode is not just me making up some random fucking tips for evening routines. I really dug into what is the research saying about this. Evening routines can help optimize brain plasticity, okay? It actually helps us enhance our memory consolidation. It literally affects our ability to learn. Like, you know I have an education background, right? Teacher, so I'm in education. We always tell our students, like, get a good night's rest so you can do better in school. Or, like, sometimes we even say it before a test, which is also kind of ridiculous. But we're saying it to kids for a reason, because they need their rest. And they need their rest because it literally affects their ability to learn, right? And this rest that we're giving ourselves is also helpful because it's giving our cells and our bodies time to recover, okay? So it's not just the quantity of sleep that we get, because I think everybody's fixated on the quantity of sleep, and that does matter, but the quality of sleep, the quality of the sleep that we're getting is what matters more, right? We can get eight hours of sleep, and it could be a shit eight hours of sleep, right? So we need to think about quality over quantity here, even though they both matter, all right? Let me get into the stages of sleep real quick, just so you can understand what I'm saying. There's three stages of sleep. The first one is light sleep, which is like kind of similar to being awake. You know that feeling where you're like sleepy, but you're still kind of thinking, you're still kind of awake. That's light sleep, right? 
We've all heard of REM sleep, which is that like rapid eye movement, right? This is when our minds are literally asleep, but active, right? And our dreams are most likely to kind of happen in this stage, right? So that's REM sleep. Then there's deep sleep and deep sleep. And this one's fucking important, okay? Deep sleep is where our mind gets into its regeneration mode, okay? Deep sleep is so fucking important to being a high functioning human, okay? I'm serious. According to the National Sleep Foundation, it said like 47 million adults do not get a restorative night's sleep. And this is what I'm saying. Like you could be getting eight hours and it could be shit because you're not getting to that deep sleep. What the fuck, right? We're doing it wrong. So sleep is important. And that's why we have to really have a good evening routine in order to get to this bomb ass sleep routine. Okay. It goes hand in hand. You need that evening habitual setup in order to get you to sleep right so you can hit all three stages of sleep that's needed. Does that make sense? I hope so. Okay. Now, something else that I want you to keep in mind. I know that was very sciencey, so like I get it, but I need you to know the reason behind it. We're not hitting all three stages, all right? Okay, something else that I want you to keep in mind, just like with morning routines, which was in our last episode, evening routines have to be unique. It should fit... It should reflect on your individual needs and your individual preferences. Like you need to make goals around what is needed for you and base your evening routines off of you. I say this all the time, the morning routine girlies, the fucking evening routine girlies, they make very cute aesthetic videos on what their nighttime setup is. We follow them in the most rigid fucking way. And some of those things just don't work for us because we're unique. So you really need to make sure that there's a couple things that you definitely do during your evening routine. You have to set boundaries or else you'll never fucking do this. You'll never do this thing. Okay. You have to practice some self-care activities in these evening routines. And you have to optimize your environment for relaxation. Like... Boundaries, self-care, relaxation. That's the goal. Whatever way you get to that, that's the way you get to it, all right? But with habits and routines, they're not so rigid. I'm gonna give you some tips. I'm gonna give you some science-backed, right? Some research-based steps or tips, practical tips that you can include in your evening routine. Because I want to give you the best things that are suggested from like the science community on what to do at night. All right. But it's on you to figure out what works for you. Okay, I hope that makes sense. All right. Let's get into the tips. There are no particular order. These are just fucking tips. All right. Again, research based. All right. Tip number one. First tip is to schedule time to even start this evening routine. And you know what's really funny about this one? This is like so easy. Like pick a time when you're going to start this. It's so easy. We don't fucking do it. And it's really funny because we give our kids that or we hopefully give our kids that, right? We set nighttime routines for them. Think about it. Like, okay, go brush your teeth. I'm going to read you a story. You're going to go to bed at this time. Here's your bedtime. Like we are doing it for our kids. And then when we become grown ass adults, we just give all that shit up. It's so crazy. Like it doesn't even make sense. You want to set up a good sleep cycle. So you need to set up bedtimes for yourself and you need to set up wake up times for yourself. But like 
but you need to set up bedtimes too. Like, hello, we do it for the children. You need to fucking do it too. There's a reason why we do it for kids. It's the same reason why we do it for adults. So set up when you want to start your evening routines. Okay, that's tip one. Tip two, mindfulness practices are great for evening routines. Here's why. They help you detach from whatever happened, whatever events happened that day, okay? So some mindfulness practices can include gratitude, like I always say, meditation because it clears your mind, or journaling, and I mean purposeful journaling. I did another episode about this. Check that out because journaling should be intentional and purposeful. Sometimes we fucking get journaling wrong. The reason why we want to practice these mindfulness, I don't know, like activities is because it helps us with emotional regulation, okay? Reading's also great for this too, I would add. But oh, here's another thing we do wrong. We think like reading at night is great, but we need to think about what content we're reading, okay? Because if we're setting up our nice evening routine in order to have some relaxation, we should not be reading like intense books or or like books with like intense cliffhangers because what do we do with books like that you want to keep reading how many times for those readers out there right for my book talk people how many times you read a great book and you are set to go to bed but the chapter ends and you're like i need to know what happens i need to and then you push your bedtime right some of us because i'm a reader some of us just end up fucking plowing through the whole book at night that's what i used to do so Reading is great for our evening routine, but watch what content you're giving yourself, right? Simple plots are what we need to get us to bed, right? So think of if you're reading at night in the evening, simple plots, people. That's what we want. Okay, so those are some mindfulness practices that you can do in order to help you detach from the day, right? In order to increase relaxation. The next tip, unplug. You need a digital detox at night. Like, stop, for real. We go to bed sometimes straight off of our phone. Like, we're on our phone and we go to, like, and then we go to bed. Same thing. We watch TV, then we go to bed. We already all know the research on, like, these blue light theories and how that's not good for you right before bed, you know, like, all that stuff, right? And, oh, my God, for the love of God, it's not just cell phones. It's not just phones, I know some of us need this tech on, like the TV, in order, like in the background, in order to sleep. We have to find a different way around that. I get it. Like, you want something in the background, so we keep our TV on. It's not good for you. It's just not. If you need background noise in order to sleep, go a different route. And like there are different routes you can go through. One of them is calming music, shit like that, right? You can get a white noise machine. You can get a pink noise machine. And I'm talking about machines because don't just play a YouTube video on your TV with white noise. The whole point is to turn off the fucking TV, okay? So because we don't want that light in the room, like your room should be pitch black. We'll get into that in a second. So a white noise machine is good. A pink noise machine is good. These are better for your sleep quality. Okay, you do not want the TV in the backgrounds. No cartoons. Think about that. That's animated. It's making a bunch of sounds like again, going back to we need all three stages of sleep. 
The TV is not helping us. And no fucking weird murder mysteries in the background. Yo, I just met someone that legit was telling me the other day, oh, I love to have these like murder mysteries in the background. Like they watch the murder mysteries before they go to bed and then they just keep it rolling and go to sleep like that. Uh, What is that doing to our subconscious? That's no bueno. So enough with the phone, enough with the TV. If you need background noise, go a different route. Okay, that's that tip. Next tip, surroundings, like what you're surrounded by in your room to sleep or wherever you're sleeping, right? I say this all the time. Your surroundings matter. Actually, your surroundings is, or your physical environment is actually one area of your wheel of life that we don't talk about enough. Um, And sometimes I don't even add it to like my physical drawing of wheel of life because I just feel like everyone, you know, should just be dealing with this period. I say this all the time when I share my my story, right? My fucking bedroom is like an oasis, literally. It's not filled up with shit. I'm very much a minimalist, for real, right? But it is set up in a way that's so fucking peaceful and comfortable for me, okay? So there are some ways you can optimize your bedroom for sleep because we wanna create a calming, comfortable sleep environment. So some things that you can do is check the temp in your room because that matters. It should be a certain amount of degrees or whatever, 67. I don't remember, but like I'll put that in the show notes because I don't remember. Try to get blackout curtains. You need it pitch black, okay? And I know some of you might be scared of the dark. Maybe get a little nightlight, but try to have like the most amount of darkness that you can in the room, right? And you need things like a damn fucking good pillow. Like a a good pillow makes a difference, for real. Because if your neck is all fucked up and your back is fucked up and you're on a fucked up pillow, that's not gonna help you get into those three stages of sleep. So your surroundings matter, okay? Check your room. With that being said, remove clutter, okay? Removing clutter matters. Removing clutter actually enhances relaxation levels. And people have such an issue. Yo, the clapback I get on this. People have such an issue when I say this because I guess, I don't know, people out there will be telling me like, oh, that clutter puts them at ease. Like, I don't mind my room is messy. Like, it actually brings me comfort because it's like, you know, what? Nope. Uh Uh-uh. Sorry, not sorry. Nope. Waking up to clutter has been shown to like literally lower people's vibes, right? Who the hell wants to wake up to a fucking mess that they have to deal with? Like, I get it. You didn't want to put away your laundry the night before. So what? You're going to wake up and be like, God damn it. I got to fucking fold this laundry today. Uh, That's already starting off negative. Like, no. But damn, like, this is like how I want you to think about it. You don't have to fucking do a deep clean. You're not lysawing everything at night. But just pick up your shit. Put the socks on the floor away, right? Just pick the shit up. That's it. Just declutter as much as you can in order to get a full night's rest. I get it. You may not think it's a big deal. Listen, I promise you, I get a lot of clap back on this. But just try it. Just try it and see if it makes you feel more restful. Try it for a couple of days and just see if it gives you more rest, right? And again, it's been shown to lower your fucking vibe. So give it a shot. All right. The next one. This one's super important. Get a to-do list going for the next morning, okay? I don't want you to do this as like the last thing you do at night. Don't do it as like right before you go to bed. 
because then you'll never get sleep, honestly, because if you're doing your to do list right before bed, like, okay, what do I have to do tomorrow? Your brain will not shut off. (laughs) It just won't because you'll keep adding to the list. This is what happens. You'll make your to do list and then you go right to sleep and then you go, oh, fuck, I remembered I got to do this thing. And then you and then you write it down. You wake up, you write it down and then you're like, oh, fuck, I I remember this one. And then you get up and you write it down. No, nope, 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 nope. Do this as an earlier part of your evening routine. And research has shown that the the lucky number is three. I want you to just think about three main tasks that you have to hit the next day because that's going to reduce the overwhelm you have, all right? And the three main tasks that you choose, right, they're going to help you move forward, or they should, right? When you make them, they should be three main tasks that help you move towards the goal that you want to accomplish in whatever area of your wheel of life that you're working on, okay? So the magic number is three. I Listen, as humans, we just love long to-do lists. I don't know. I was a part of that group too. We don't need them. We don't need them. We just add shit to make ourselves busy so we feel productive, so we feel like, I don't know, we're like important humans. Just stop. Try it. In the beginning of your evening routine or somewhere in the beginning, make your to-do list. Keep it magic number three, okay? The last tip I'm going to give you is your little ones, your youngins. Get them involved. They need something similar, okay? They need an evening routine as well. And sometimes we do give them an evening routine, but I want you to pick some of these research-based strategies as their evening routine. So for example, sometimes we tell our kids, like I said earlier, okay, brush your teeth, I'll read you a book, or you read a book, go to bed. Okay, reading is great because it's getting them to like calm down. But again, we have to think about what they're reading, all right? And we need to think about, can we add other things to their evening routine? Can we get our kids to practice some gratitude right before they go to bed? That's fucking dope. If you think about it, we're working on our mindset and building like healthy habits. Now we're we're like grown and old. Imagine if we had these habits set up from the get go, from when we're like younger, right? So my last tip here is like get your little ones involved so they start developing some good like mental mindset habits, all right? And remember, like creating a mindful and an intentional routine can transform your evenings. They really can. They transform your nights. They, like I mentioned, they help you unwind. They help you recharge, okay? And they set the stage for a peaceful night's sleep where you're hitting all three targets of a good night's sleep okay and like anything else like anything else this is a habit that we have to develop so we have to unlearn the shitty things that we're doing at night the drinking wine until we pass out the watching tv until we pass out the being on fucking instagram until we pass out we have to unlearn all those things and rethink and take action on switching those crappy routines to some really healthy ones okay Now, I'm hoping that today's episode has inspired you to prioritize self-care because this is all self-care and to cultivate an evening routine that supports your well-being. And remember, they have to be specific to you. I'm giving you tips, but you have to see what works. And my recommendation with all things is to start off with practicing one or two, in bed just one or two of these tips, 
practice them for a while, see how you feel, and then you can add on more of these research back tips along the way. But you're gonna, it's gonna lead to overwhelm and it's gonna freak you out if you take on this whole list. Then it's all gonna go to shit. Don't do that. One or two, and then practice it for a while. It ultimately makes a difference and leads to you having a more fulfilling life. Well, that's a wrap from me. Hopefully you got something from this episode. You took something away. Don't forget to check out my socials because I'll give you more tips on there. And if you got something from this, share it with a friend. All right, I'll catch you next time.